This is a Holding Hands podcast. And welcome to the Always Child Focused podcast. And I'll start by introducing myself. I'm Benjamin Goddard, the General Manager at Holding Hands and also the host of this podcast. And with me, as always, is our Service Manager, Jackie. Jackie, hello. Hi, Ben. How are you going? I'm good. Together, Jackie and I are going to guide you through the journey in children's contact visits, including our intake process, and then help you make the most of your time with us here at Holding Hands. So well done, you, for taking this first step to take the time to listen to us. And in this episode, we want to take the time to get all the way back to basics. So Jackie, let's start here. Tell our listeners about the Holding Hands journey. How did it all begin? Okay, so well, we started Holding Hands together back in 2017, so about five years ago now. (laughs) I think Um, I remember that. Yeah, quite well. (laughs) Seems like yesterday. So prior to that, I managed a government-funded service, um, and I found there was a really long waiting list for parents to use the service, and lots of parents were getting very frustrated. They had to wait six months, 12 months to see their children, Um, and that didn't sit right with me. So... Um, There was also a need to have really high quality, uh, professional, community-based children's contact services. So um, parents were saying to me that they wanted to go to the local library, read a book with their kids or go to the local playground and the sports oval and kick a ball and they just, they didn't have that sort of capacity in a a centre. They were a bit restricted with those sorts of activities. So this is more natural? It is. It's a lot more natural. It's a lot more... Um, every day, it's in an every, everyday setting. We try to make it as um, fluid and as comfortable as possible for parents and children. Um, so, yeah, so that was about five years ago we started. Um, in the last five years, we've built up an amazing team of professionals, um, very, very highly skilled professionals around us. We have, we're very proud. We are, we are. Um, and they, you know, they bring a wealth of knowledge to the team, um, which has been amazing. And really they, they are um, supporting families through their post-separation journey, which is not easy for parents. Um, and obviously through these podcasts, we're hoping to allay some of the anxieties of parents coming through this process because it's not easy. That's our hope at any rate. <laughs> it is. Um, I wanted to mention too that um, we're a progressive service. So parents generally aren't using us for long periods of time, are they? When we don't want them to. We, we want them to be able to progress through to um, supervise changeovers. Yep. And then hopefully move move out of the service. Um, that's the hope. That's the hope, yeah. So we do, we do tend to say that we're a short-term service. What that period of time is depends on where they're up to in their court process, where they're up to with mediation. So parents come to us really through court or mediation. Um, and that length of time that they're using the service really depends on their own circumstances and where they're up to. Correct. And tell us, what are supervised visits? It seems like a basic question, <laughs> but uh, what, are, what are they? Okay. So I, I take a lot of inquiries on the phone, as you know, and I do that quite a lot during the day. Um, and it's uh, you know, part of my role that I really enjoy doing. Um, I like to connect with parents and just explain to them 
what this process is about it and what visits are. So I thought probably the, the best way to do this would be to sort of go through my little spiel that I tell parents. So I'll pretend that you're a parent and I'll explain to you what what these visits are and, and how they work. So Let's do that now. Okay, sounds good. All right, so um, you've called me up, you're a parent, you know, what What can you expect um, with our service? What, you know, what's going to be coming up on the horizon in the next couple of weeks? So the, the aim really of visits are for um, parents and children to connect or reconnect. Um, we really are providing a space for that to happen. So the contact worker supervisor, as some people know, um, know the name, that worker is there for the duration of the time of the visit. We're community-based at Holding Hands, so that means that the visits can happen in a park or a playground, a library when it's raining and cold, um, a play centre, some child-friendly eateries. It doesn't just have to be McDonald's. There's lots of other really awesome spaces that we've used. Um, and because we're community-based, you know, we need to have separate meeting points for parents and different times for them to arrive and depart so that they're obviously not coming into contact with each other. Um, we really want to be avoiding conflict or potential for conflict in front of children. So that's the reason for those that's important. separate meeting points. It is really important. It is. And, and it um, alleviates a lot of anxieties for both parents um, and I guess, you know, just builds up their confidence um, through the process. So in order to access holding hands, parents go through what I describe as a very brief, um, streamlined intake process. Uh, it starts with referral forms. So both parents fill out a referral form. Um, it's a digital form. It's very, very easy to fill out. Um, if there's a court order in place or an AVO in place, they can upload that as well. Then they have an intake assessment over the phone. Um, and that's conducted by one of our senior contact workers who are social workers. Um, and that's to gain some information to assess their suitability for the service. Once we've done that intake, they're allocated a contact worker, so the supervisor, and the supervisor will have what we call is a child familiarization session with the child and the lives with parent, so the residential parent, before the first visit goes ahead. And if this all sounds too much for our listeners right now, I just want to mention that we will be doing episodes on intake assessments and we'll bring be bringing in our senior contact workers so you can hear them and listen to them and see that they're nice people. That's and right. And we'll also be having an episode about child familiarization sessions so you can understand more about that. But this today we're really just briefly going through how the whole thing works. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Just giving parents an idea of what those brief steps are before they can actually... Um, have that first visit, which is the all-important um, part of that, that process. Of course. Um, at, the, at the moment, with holding hands, actually, I should probably say, for the length of time that we've been operating, we're very fortunate that we haven't had to have a waiting list. So that intake process generally takes maybe about a week, um, sometimes a little bit longer. It really depends on how quickly or how slowly parents are filling in their forms. Um, and how available they are for that intake over the phone. So it's always a good idea right. to, yeah, to, just to give us a call, just to check what that time frame is um, when you're sort of getting ready to get started with the supervised visits. So, yeah, that's, that's a little bit about that. Fantastic. And tell me, what is the role of the contact worker? It, it's a very unique role. It's a very important um, and specialised role. Uh, really, the, the contact worker... Um, I describe them as the eyes and ears 
um, during the time of the visit. They are that person that is there to observe what is happening between the visiting parent and the child. Um, it's an important role because their their job is to support and strengthen that connection between the child and the parent that they're spending time with. Um, it's, it is mostly observational, uh, but they can provide some sort of gentle role modeling or some um, suggestions of some parenting practices if that's needed because, as you know, some parents haven't seen their kids for a long time. So some of their skills and are a little that, bit, yeah, a bit rusty. Yeah. And I know that a lot of the parents who do get some some feedback from our um, contact workers are really appreciate, appreciative of it because we, are, we do have a lot of resources and yes. we do share those resources with them. Um, I know that a lot of visiting parents always ask us, how close are the, are the contact workers to mm. them during the visit? Really good question, yeah. Um, I think there's there's a lot of myths around that, isn't there? You know, they, there they, is. I think parents tend to think that the worker is literally standing over their shoulder and, and watching them and maybe micromanaging them or... Uh, which can probably feel quite uncomfortable if that's the case. Uh, with holding hands, that is certainly not the case. Right. Um, the workers are within hearing and seeing distance, so that might be within a few metres. It really depends on what the setting is. Um, th the worker really will try to blend in to the public place as much as they can. They will be discreet as much as they possibly can be. I do need to say, though, that they will step in um, if there are any safety concerns that come up or any child protection concerns that come up. And also sometimes there are some difficult conversations that might be raised either by the child or the parent. Um, and the worker's role is really to intervene very gently in that scenario and to maybe steer that conversation elsewhere or to make it um, more focused on the child and, and play. But they do blend in. Uh, you know, I think yeah. I was at a contact visit in a park not that long ago. I went to say hello and mm. our contact workers were sitting on the picnic blanket within hearing and seeing different uh, distance of the yep. of the visiting parent. And to, I actually didn't even spot them to start off with. Yeah. I, it looked very natural to me. Yeah. So, And and you're right. And it, it looks even more natural when um, the workers are taking notes in their phones. So, yeah. you know, the we do tell parents that the workers will sort of tap away in their phones they're um, they're taking notes because those notes are turned into a visit report, um, which is an observational report. It's very comprehensive, um, and that's and the, emailed to both parents. Yeah. And the report's another topic that we'll cover in the in a future episode coming up very shortly. Yes, that's right. That's Great. right. Thanks so much for that, Jackie. You're welcome. So we have come to the end of this episode. I hope we have given you some insight into supervised visits. And I hope. It, um, and in the next episode, we'll be discussing intake assessments, which will be of interest to those listeners who are planning on using our service or already have an in intake interview booked in. Well, that's it from me. See you next time. You've been listening to Always Child Focus, a podcast by Holding Hands.